0: This is Dr. Valerie Simpson.
1: And this is Elder Daniel Simpson.
0: And we are coming to you with this week's Sunday School lesson for Union Gospel Press. It is for Sunday, November 1st already. Uh, lesson number nine, and the topic of our lesson is The People Sin Against God. This is an issue that has been, uh, I guess, an age-old concern and controversy among people. But we're going to talk about it from the scriptures and using the children of Israel as our prime example uh, from the Old Testament. And we will be in the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verses 1 through 14. And um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and give it over to Elder Simpson to go ahead and start the lesson off.
1: Praise pray Lord everybody uh, thank God for being here this opportunity to teach his word so we do have a lesson it's a, a pretty good lesson because we're going to show you the grace of God mm-hmm. and especially when his people fall starts.
0: into a place of
1: Start sinning right away with the leadership of Aaron,
0: yeah,
1: Aaron is one is the main character of the lesson in this lesson,
0: right, and even though you know sin is in their hearts, he's the leader, so and that's the one that's supposed to set that uh direction for people, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so when
1: Moses went up into the mountain of God, mm-hmm. he left Aaron in charge.
0: Yeah, Aaron and her
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was her, but,
0: but... Aaron was chiefly in charge because he was the high he was the high priest or Moses' mouthpiece at this
1: juncture. Yes. Okay. So, we'll start off in verse 1 of chapter 32. Okay. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mouth because mm-hmm. he was there mm-hmm. close to 40 days, he didn't get to 40 days yet, but in the, in the middle of when God first called him, and after 40 days, the people
0: kind of got uh, a little leery. What's going on here? We're tired of waiting. We don't know what's happened to Moses. He went up in this mountain, and all this time has passed. We don't know what's happened.
1: And <clears throat> especially when the mountain was on fire. Fire,
0: yeah. First, he went, to, it was at the cloud, and then they saw this fire, and he went up. So, who knows what's going on now? So,
1: yeah, yes, so scripture said they've seen his delay, yeah, and they've seen the, met- the manifestation of God's presence in the form of a cloud, of his glory, right? Fire, which is fire. destructive, yes, which was the presence of God and his glory and Moses is up there Mm -hmm. so they're saying he delayed his coming we know not what happened to him so they gather themselves together unto Aaron
0: okay so just like Moses told them last week's lesson or he told them previously that I'm going to be me, Joshua, we're going to go up and if anything happens among you go to Aaron and her so now they've gotten weary, they've gotten a little bit lax in, you know, their ways, and they go to Aaron.
1: But when they went to Aaron, they said something in verse 1. Okay. They said unto him, up, make us, us gods.
0: My goodness.
1: Which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of Egypt, out of the land of Egypt.
0: We wonder not what has become him
1: what's happening. I mean,
0: it sounds like a demand, doesn't it? Up. Make us a, what did they want? A molten image? They
1: want a God. Make us God.
0: Make us gods. Up. It was just a demand. It wasn't like, what's happening or where are we at? What's going on? What are we going to do? They already had it in their mind.
1: Yeah, go and investigate and see. Let's go talk to Joshua's. Right. I'm a minister. See what's going on. They just said, up, make us God. <laughs> that was kind of, Wow.
0: That was wild.
1: So Aaron said unto them, mm-hmm. Break off the golden earrings.
0: No hesitation.
1: Which are in the ears of your wives, sons, daughters, and bring them unto me.
0: That, that was his response right away. He was ready to go ahead and flow with it.
1: Well, it shows you okay. his, his leadership ability um, when the pressure comes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some people buckle for, when it gets for when it
0: gets intense. Mm-hmm. But he was such a good leader before when they were fighting against the Amalekites. But now under pressure and intensity, he gives right in. Like you said, he buckled.
1: Well, he had Moses. This is this is this is him being a leader without Moses.
0: Standing on his own that's a leader. Yeah.
1: Okay. So wow. we did look up earrings, and it says worldly ornaments worn in the ear okay so they had got those they got them out of Egypt yeah
0: when they were down when they left Egypt they took all that with them and now what 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 definition was that a biblical definition or was that like from your that was a bible definition
1: yeah I always, I always took it. bible yeah I always said take the words and it biblical meaning okay a biblical definition mm-hmm. so me and you or you and I Mm-hmm. We did go online <laughs> and we did look up ancient Egyptian earrings.
0: We looked up ancient Egyptian earrings, which would be indicative of what the ancient Egyptians wore and worshipped, and you know, what they exemplified and exuded, which were idolatrous. Uh, symbols and images and idols on on the earrings so that was they took it from them but for them they were they had a different God so they, they weren't responsible for the markings and for all of the inscriptions and so forth but they took that wealth they didn't say oh my gosh give us your gold hold it we can't take these because these have images on them no they took that gold and they went, They ran with it.
1: And they wore them.
0: And they wore them. Now, here's the thing. That was their stuff. But, you know, there's going to come a day. Later on, we'll read about it. We'll get to the book of Ezekiel, where God decks them. With beautiful gold and bracelets and purple and so forth in the 16th chapter. But at this point, what they have in their ears... Are the gold and the jewelry and all of the wealth they're garnished with is from Egypt.
1: Yes. And it was symbolic to
0: their gods that they
1: worshiped. Yeah. Which they had been
0: exposed to all their lives. Yes. So God has to mildly break them out of this pattern.
1: He's gonna break them already. Oh. So verse three, and all the people Broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron.
0: Okay. hmm mm.
1: So Aaron gives them this request. No that, problem. Here you go. They followed through they because these they wanted these gods. Mm-hmm. Now, these people are not innocent.
0: No, because they were willing to give up. They were, you know, they wanted what they wanted at the cost that Aaron gave them. Give me your gold. Give me your jewelry.
1: Well, you gotta, yes, and, and you have to understand these people just come up out of Egypt, so they had a lot of Egyptian ways still in them.
0: Yeah, and, and, and um, a lot of Egyptian influence was in them. Yes. You know, God understands. That's why I look at when people come out of different households and they come out of different cultures. And we all want to be on the same page because there's only one way to get, you know, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So there's only one way to God. But people come from all these different backgrounds. And this is an example of coming from an influence that is totally contrary and offensive to God. So he understands what they've done, but he doesn't like it. Well, I found
1: something very interesting. and uh, and Aaron Mm -hmm. his um, actions what he's doing right now Mm -hmm. and also God and his purpose for Aaron even while Aaron was doing all what he was doing when God was
0: giving Moses
1: the instructions
0: and the, the commandments and on the priesthood. Yes, yes. He
1: yes. called Aaron out by name.
0: He did. and he even told him how to dress him. He told him how to anoint him. And you're gonna talk about that.
1: So go to the Okay. Can go to Exodus mm-hmm. chapter thirty.
0: Okay. Alright, let's let's actually read it then. Thirty and what? Thirty
1: and chapter 7, uh, um,
0: Verse seven. Verse seven. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. With the uh, when he dresses the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. Is that verse.
1: Good. Read.
0: Nine. Ye shall offer no strange incense thereon, no burnt sacrifices, nor meat offerings. Neither shall ye pour a drink offering thereon. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonement once in the year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord.
1: So do you see how God has purposely had predestined Aaron for, for this function to be a high priest
0: mm-hmm. for this place and, and action in the kingdom which was extremely significant for the sins of the
1: people to be removed yes. to go before God <coughs> and represent God to the people the people He's to God on the day of atonement
0: ordaining him as his
1: yes place. and all of this like Moses is getting his instructions from God mm-hmm. in the mount here is Aaron
0: down here making a making a
1: god <laughs> Making a god of gold, a molten image.
0: Uh huh. All oh, while wow, this is being spoken simultaneously. But I got to say this: that even with that, it's not like they went into a conference room and they were behind closed doors, and you know they were so consumed in what they were get what he was giving Moses and what Moses was writing and what he was indoctrinating them with. It was something God saw before the foundation of the world. He saw and he knew and he was very much aware that that Aaron was in the midst of breaking everything and going completely contrary to what he was saying.
1: And Aaron and the children, are not <laughs> innocent because they already heard the voice of God speaking the Ten Commandments.
0: So they know God is real. And they saw his glory on a number of occasions,
1: right? And they asked Aaron to break the first commandment. This mm-hmm. is what these people—they just got that.
0: They just got the Ten Commandments.
1: Audibly. Mhm. They heard it. They heard it. And Moses up in the mount to get it written. Mhm. So it could be have a written record of it. Yeah. But all the while they're breaking the first commandment. Thou shalt have no other god before me.
0: That they said in the previous lesson we studied. All that you have said, we will do. And so Moses goes up into the mountain, and they're doing their own
1: thing. With the leadership of Aaron.
0: With, under the leadership of who Moses left them in the hands of, Aaron. And at the same time, God is laying out his plan before Moses that Aaron is my priest. He's going to be my high priest. High priest. Okay. So that shows you something. God's plan was God's plan. Well,
1: we're going to go a little further than that. That's so we're going to say because Moses had to stand in the gap for Aaron. Okay,
0: let's
1: go. It wasn't just God was going to sit back there and say, okay, Aaron, you...
0: You didn't do that, but come on.
1: You led the people into debauchery. The
0: ba- debauchery. And yes. And yeah, you led because them it into idolatry.
1: And this idolatry runs deep. It's just not they just worship it No, he's not That's gonna say. sweep and it under the rug. Yeah, Aaron Aaron really gonna An <laughs> example has to be made. Well when we get unless we gonna see he gonna okay. make he gonna make a block of a proclamation and everything. Okay,
0: well let's let's look he's at
1: it. He's gonna try to establish these gods as the God that did all those miracles, signs and wonders in Egypt. Okay. And, and so Verse 4. Okay. And he received them at their hands and fashioned it with a graven tool after he had made it a molten calf.
0: You're back in chapter 32 so that everyone's following along. 32 chapter... 32 to, verse
1: 4. Chapter 4. Four. Chapter, 4.
0: chapter 32 verse 4. Okay. And he received them <clears throat> at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it in a molten cap. And they said, These be our gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And as much as they have heard that from point A to point B, over and over and over again, he would almost, when he stopped to talk to them, the first thing he would say, This is the God that brought you out of the land of Egypt. How do they get here? And then they bring these calves up out of these molten images out of the fire and say, here's the gods that brought you out of Egypt. How do you do that?
1: Well, when Aaron made this golden calf, or this molten calf, rather, Mm -hmm. he went through the camp of Israel and he proclaimed,
0: he walked through he walked through the camp
1: with the, with the molten image to be
0: held for held pe- all the people to behold it be and he proclaimed that this was the god that brought them up and now they'd never seen this since they come out since they crossed the red Sea since they come through all of those battles since they were up on the mount when they were when they were in um, down here where all um You know, where the fountains of water were, when they were at the waters of Mira, they they didn't see any camp. What are they? And all of a sudden, they see this, and he's making this proclamation how easily. It's kind of like what um, Paul says to the Galatians Oh, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? But it shows that people's minds are capable of being swayed in the worst way.
1: It's clearly, this is Aaron's fault. It's Aaron's fault. His Didn't leadership, they... he he just... Shouldn't have that. And Aaron knows better because he was Moses' mouthpiece at the beginning of Moses' ministry when he would, when he would go to Pharaoh.
0: Aaron, Aaron is to be at fault, number one. But the people as well. They're not innocent like you said.
1: Well, we we know people not be innocent because when the judgment fall, um, 300, 3, are hundred three thousand gonna be executed. Oh yeah. You know, by the Levites. And then the book of First Corinthians tells you that more. Yeah. I think it was twenty-three thousand. Yeah, animals. the serpent. No, but, it wasn't the serpent, the plague I guy plague. But okay, let's go to verse five.
0: Okay, verse number four of the lesson and when Aaron saw it he built an altar before it see and Aaron made made proclamation and said tomorrow is a feast to the Lord see and they rose up early in the
1: morning and now the proclamation day. means to announce or declare something in an official form of manner he's making and establish that this is the God. That Moses brought you is gone.
0: In. And Moses is gone. And here's what we have. This is our God. This is who we're going to worship. He brought he brought us out of Egypt and they just went on about, you know, their time of putting together burnt offerings and sacrifices and worshiping before this thing as if everything was everything the way they were this, like if that was the way it was going to be from that point forth
1: I looked up the molten Calf Yeah, and it says you know, it's a symbol of strength associated with the Canaanite God of Eli especially the northern kingdom.
0: Yeah, they really, uh, I think the majority of them, you know, fell into that repeatedly and didn't really, really fully recover. No, no. The southern kingdom was the one that, you know, the Judah came out of. And, you know, you had some repentance and you had some uh, revelations and they were turned back to the true and living God. But the northern kingdom was just ensconced. Yeah,
1: you had just this... this... Uh, this golden calf, and you also had what they call the temple prostitute. So it's well, just We're we gonna, we gonna see it here. We're gonna see it here in this lesson.
0: Okay, we'll see it, we but it's just, it don't make no difference. But it does. I, it, it makes a difference. But there's so many. Uh, my point is that people go with when they think of sin, and they think of debauchery, which we know includes sexual sins. it's important for people to understand that when he says sins with an S, that means there's multiple types of sin. And people need to be aware of that or else they'll say, well, I didn't cover my neighbor's wife or I didn't sleep That's with my enough. secretary. I understand. I'm just saying I'm, I'm wanting people to understand that sins come in a variety. So, in this case, we're looking at in this case, we're looking at um, kind of a precedent had been set. He comes up with this calf. He proclaims it to be the God that brought them out of Egypt. And now it's going to be something that's going to be in the minds of the people for decades and centuries to come. Okay, so we're going into verse number six of the lesson. Let's, let's do this tomorrow. Uh, I am to get out What's Let's... let's um, uh, yeah, I've got because people will be wanting me to get out. You are we, you want to go into verse number six? Can you edit some of the stuff? Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse number six,
1: okay. And tomorrow is a feast unto the Lord, and they rose up early on the morrow.
0: Tomorrow and okay, uh, tomorrow is it verse number six? Yes, okay. And they rose up early on the morrow. And offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. Um, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses,
1: well, let stop right there. Oh. Because he did build an altar. Mm-hmm. And let's see where this is. Go ahead. He did build an altar mm-hmm. for this little calf right. that he made. Aaron did. And he offered up earth offerings and peace offerings unto this idol and we're going to go to um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 7 Paul gives us a little bit more
0: I like it when we can put that New Testament confirmation in there because it is the Old Testament reveal 1 Corinthians chapter 10 okay And what verse are we looking for? 7 and 8 out of 1 Corinthians 10. Read as follows. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. So he's pointing back to the children of Israel. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Verse 8. Neither let us commit fornication. And some of them committed fornic- committed, and yeah. fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Twenty-three thousand. You know what God said? Dead carcasses fell in the wilderness. Yes. So he was, that's, that sounds like the words of an angry person. Well. A jealous God.
1: Well, he told Moses that he was going to remember those who, who did the sin. He, mm-hmm. didn't, he didn't kill them at
0: that moment. that moment
1: at this time.
0: But it was going to surely come.
1: But but in this day 3,000 did die.
0: 23,000.
1: That's Three thousand died at this one particular time. time.
0: Okay, so three thousand. Three thousand
1: did die when Moses came down from the mountain. That's the next week's lesson.
0: Okay, God confronts the sin. That's yes. next week in chapter thirty-two. We get it ended up in verse 13, 15. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. But then a later day, those twenty-three died. As they he's walked around for forty years. And oh, okay, that was the remainder sin. of them that, that whose scene.
0: carcasses fell in yeah. the wilderness. Okay, okay. So three thousand at the beginning, and then as they journeyed on, the, the other twenty thousand
1: dropped because he remembered their sins. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Get back to so this. verse seven. Okay. Of the last, and the Lord said unto Moses go get thee down the people which thou brought brought up out of the land of egypt have corrupted themselves
0: corrupted themselves
1: they have already have
0: well they were having orgies and they were having um acts of you know just open like you said debauchery and then they were dancing around this calf so a lot of things were going on and behavior that was totally geared to satisfaction and uninhibited pleasures of flesh is what they were doing at that time and he told Moses get down there because the people you bought have corrupted themselves
1: God didn't even claim them I <laughs> That's what I was he trying got, to say. You know, I, so I shouldn't
0: laugh, but he was go go get those people you brought out of Egypt. Go get them. I so recognize them. They they just made a covenant. covenant. They broke it already. And he already saw their deaths coming. Yeah. Because they freely and wantonly and um, pleasurably engaged. It wasn't like they were repentant or afraid mm-hmm. or. They're apprehensive. They just jumped in like they were just diving into a pool to have at their sins and the satisfaction of the flesh. Or yeah.
1: They say, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them.
0: They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed unto and said that these... guys He's, he's angry. These be the gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff neck.
1: People. Stiff neck means they're unteachable and stubborn
0: Now that's something. When you're gonna do what you wanna do, he's not twisting your arm. Now you have to there's a penalty. Now, if you were teachable, right, if you weren't stubborn, if you were more pliable and you had a heart that was willing to learn, it would be a different thing. But God saw that this is the way that they are, the way they're going to be. We're going to eliminate them.
1: So this seemed like this would be the first test because they had the Ten Commandments.
0: Okay now, yeah, of course, because now they have the law. Well there's no law, there's no transgression. There's no transgression. So now from Moses, you know, sin reigned from Moses from Adam to Moses. Yeah, Moses. So we're seeing that in this he's given them a law so they don't have to sin. Yes. But they're already. While it's being written, they're engaged in it. Fully. Fully.
1: Really? And Aaron, Aaron should have known better.
0: mm mm-hmm that's good well it's not good I'm just saying it's a good point and it's clearly written
1: verse 10 now therefore let me alone
0: that my wrath may wax hot oh my god doesn't that sound crazy let me alone that that my wrath may wax hot against them and that I may consume them and I will make of thee a great nation so just leave me alone Moses don't say nothing. Just let me, because you know how you think and you ponder it and it gets worse and, and the feelings kind of rise up. That's what God is saying, so that my wrath may wax, you know, hot. And so it's, I think David even talked about while well, he mused the fire burn. Sometimes you can think on something that has happened or something that someone did to you. And as you think on it, you just feel the anger rising you know? up. He told Moses, leave me alone so I can do exactly that. So that my anger... Well, he said rise. that he's a
1: jealous God. He is jealous. And, and he had a reason. And give his good. image...
0: I'm going to give my praises. He said, I am the Lord, that is my name. My praise shall I not give to another, neither my glory to a graven image. Yeah. He says that way in Isaiah. And it's not like he started feeling that way then.
1: I think this is one of the commandments he mm-hmm. said... Um,
0: to go over this while you're looking. Um, Yeah, so that my wrath may wax hot against them, that I may consume them. I want to get mad. Just let it heat up. You know, there's another scripture in Numbers.
1: This one says Exodus chapter 20. I'll go there. Okay. And it says in verse 1 and the lord spake all these words saying i am the lord thy god which brought thee up which which brought thee out of land egypt out of the house of bondage Mm -hmm. thou shalt have no other gods before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. me this is what they heard him say Mm -hmm. audibly thou shalt not make unto thee any graving image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or the earth beneath or that is in the waters under the earth thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them nor serve them for I am a for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God mm-hmm. this is the iniquity of the father father children unto the third and fourth, fourth generation of them that hate me and then I think of
0: another so
1: like you said they arose this jealousy they have stirred it already oh,
0: they have stirred it already and um there was I think it's in in um the seven, I think it's in, in Exodus 2, but I think it was the time of Balaam, Balak, all of that. But he, um, like 23 or something, and he said, um, You know, he said, i he was angry, he was jealous, but the words that stick with me the most, he said, And there is a fire kindled in my wrath. So not just mad, but fire is coming up. And, you know, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. So we're seeing it. And he doesn't have to just lay everybody everybody out at one time. He's going to do it. He's not going to forget it. And he's going to bring upon them recompense for what they have done.
1: And I, I, I the reason why I find it so amazing this lesson mm-hmm. and God mercy and grace upon Aaron mm-hmm. because Aaron should have been dead.
0: He should have been.
1: But this is what Moses said. In, in,
0: Deuteronomy. Okay. Where are we at in Deuteronomy? Right there. Oh.
1: Chapter 9. Uh, okay.
0: So we have. Okay. Chapter. Okay. Chapter 9. am giving everybody a chance to tell me too. Okay. What verse did you like?
1: It's verse um, 20.
0: 'm okay. turn you know I was all using I was all about using my iPad and when I pull out my sword pages are sticky because I haven't used it in 10 12 years okay verse number 20 and the Lord and the lord was very angry with Abraham, with with Aaron let's
1: go to verse 19
0: 19 okay for I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure Oh, okay yeah, I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure, wherewith the Lord was wroth against you to destroy you. But the Lord hearkened unto me at that time also, and the Lord was very angry with Aaron to have destroyed him. And I prayed for Aaron also at that same time. Okay.
1: So, God was going to.
0: Well, when he gets angry,
1: we know. He's going to destroy Aaron and the people. But here we're going to read the lesson in verse 11 of the lesson. Okay, so we're going back to. Yes, and the reason I wanted to read that was because Moses said
0: he he sought the Lord. Yeah.
1: At this time, God is angry with the children of Israel. Remember, he said, Get out the way and let Mm. me destroy them, Mm. and I'll Mm. make a great nation out of you.
0: So he was ready to do it at that time.
1: At that po- point right there, they just violated the first commandment.
0: And here's where Moses actually tells him, listen, at that time, the Lord the was mad at Aaron, and he was angry. He was. He said, and I was afraid of the hot displeasure. So he witnessed the hot displeasure of God, either by what God was saying or some manifestation of tone or whatever. And he said, but he besought the so he's t- letting them know Aaron could have, that day Aaron could have been among the 3,000 but he besought the Lord.
1: Well, in the lesson God told Moses, I'm going to destroy all of them and I'll make a great nation out of you.
0: You, yeah. I'll raise up a nation for you. From all your, of these people are stiff neck. Yeah.
1: But besought means too big for urgent. Urgently, okay. So or to urgent, intrigue, intrigue. So he, he, and I like this. He intrigued God. And
0: God.
1: Mm-hmm. And the reason why, or the, how he knew how to intrigue God, was to go to the covenant that you made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What's that? That he was gonna, like he told Abraham, your people are gonna be a stranger land for a oh, hundred years. You are yeah, gonna bring yeah, them yeah. out. And back to this land, you are gonna give them this land? You are gonna
0: wipe all these people out? You know, yeah. and I think at one point he said, "Lord, if you kill all these, they're gonna say you just brought them out into the do it for your namesake, Lord, because if you kill them all, the little ch- all these children, you know, even though they were grown, he said, if you kill them, they're gonna say you just brought them out to the kill Yeah, that, that's a new
1: lesson for me to. Read that. Oh, okay. Shut up. And Moses besought the Lord his God mm-hmm. and said, "Lord." Why does Thou wrath wax hot against thy people? And Which was... Thou hast brought forth. So uh, you're in verse. Okay, 11. so that's 10. Okay, that's 11.
0: Okay, 11. Okay. Um, Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for, oh, for mischief did he bring them out and slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of the evil against the people.
1: This is what Moses is saying to the Lord. He's standing in the gap.
0: Change your heart about what you want to do right now.
1: And he said this. I think the key was, what are the Egyptians going to say? Yeah. Because I went to Pharaoh's court and I told them that their God mm-hmm. and you want them to worship you in the wilderness mm-hmm. for a three days journey mm-hmm. at the mount of God and when they come out here or when they hear
0: now we up here in the, bow- in the mountains and, and we got a bunch of dead corpse laying, he, all we got, all over. Yeah, laying upon the ground all over the place because
1: mischief means plot to do evil or harm
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is what the Egyptians are going to think you did. You took of out there. Uh-huh. To kill
0: them. You killed our firstborn. <laughs>
1: and now you came. And you got
0: frogs down here. What kind of God is this? You know, you gonna take the people out. And
1: that you said was your people. Your
0: people. And you took them out there. You destroyed Pharaoh and his his army in the Red Sea. And then you get over there, and they make it all the way to to the foot of Sinai, and you kill them up in the mountains.
1: And they're all just corpses laying all over the place.
0: Well, that would have been. Now that would have been a sad scenario.
1: So Moses stood in That would have a sad commentary. And he pleaded. Yeah. But then with Aaron, he said he had to pray for Aaron, as we read here. Oh, well,
0: this is the example for, for leaders to take in their hearts. That some, and you can't get sick of people and say, I don't, okay, you know what? You deserve what you get. You have to plead for the people. And some people say, oh, I don't plead when I go to God. We don't beg God for nothing. We just thank God, thank God, thank God. But some people are in danger, mortal danger. They're in eternal danger. And so a good leader as Moses was, he went to God and he beseeched God, even rationalized, even bringing up, like not like God didn't know, but calling God to his remembrance of his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and taking them into a land. And so he did, it, and then Mo Aaron was in great trouble because he was the leader, you know. So he really had to plead on behalf. So this is a good lesson for real leaders, or those that would aspire to be leaders over people, God's flock in this kingdom.
1: Well, verse first thirteen, we're going to read where he's going to bring God into remembrance good. of his. His covenant that he had. Okay. He said, Remember Abraham, Isaac and Israel, thy servant to yeah. uh, uh, whom uh, thou uh, swore
0: who thou swore, who thou swearest by thy own hand, himself. by thy own self, and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all the land that I have spoken of will I give unto you, unto your seed, and you shall be ye shall inherit it forever in the Lord repented and he thought to do unto his people and it wasn't like he was like I don't remember I don't remember it wasn't anything like that it was that Moses entreated him and Moses was passionate about that plea.
1: well we see how he entreated God mm-hmm. he entreated God well, according to his word Yes, mm-hmm. and this is what we have to learn as leaders mm-hmm. just, just think
0: stick to the word and stay in the scripture and give god his word back
1: yes we know how we have to know how to intrigue the lord with his written word mm-hmm. covenant word because he watches over his word to make sure to perform everything He's said enough to do
0: and everything is going to be shaken everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken. the only thing that's going to remain is the word so if you come with the word you got a foundation that cannot be overthrown. There's no other foundation that can't be laid except this foundation. <clears throat> that is the Word. So when you're coming on that foundation that God has given, you're assured that God is going to honor His Word every jot and every tittle. Amen. Ooh, listen, son. Awesome. So the people sinned against God. This was uh, kind of like cyclical. Good, bad, you're living, you're dancing, you're dying, you're about to get killed, you got 3,000 dead, there's a bunch of you gonna die, I don't know what day, you know, but as you journey, You won't get to the promised land. Another 20,000. Moses Moses was up in the mountain. He'd seen God. God was giving him great revelation on how to build the temple and how to proceed forth, showing him even what the temple in heaven looked like because he was to build it after that true example all the same time the people are down there doing what they shouldn't have done. The anger of God was risen up. And he went and told Aaron, Moses, just step back. I'm going to take them all out, and I'll give you another people because I like you, and your heart is right. These people are stiff-necked, but um, God has mercy. Moses entreats God, and uh, that generation didn't make it. Their children did, so we'll get to that later, but uh, they sinned against God, and it's not just one of those things we're going to shrug it off. God's not going to sweep it under the rug. It's an offense to him. It's an affront to him after all that he's done. The least you can do is just observe what he's saying. He's been kind. And he's been a provider. Okay, well, Elder Simpson, that is our lesson. And so next week we are going to be in the book again of... Of, uh, of course, we're still in in, in uh, Exodus. We'll be in chapter 32. And the topic of next week's lesson... Is going to be God confronts the sin. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the dealings with sin. And this is good because you want to know where God is and where you stand, how to prevent what happened in this week's lesson, and how to avert
1: a lot. Because you got to remember, in this lesson here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Moses is still in the mouth of God. He's still in the he mouth. He not came down and confronted it yet. Right. And God is giving Moses revelation what the people is doing. Mm
0: -hmm. In real time. Yes. While we're up here, while we're doing all this. He's telling them what the people are doing. Yeah, they're down there right now. They're stiff-necked. They're perverting.
1: And then next week, lesson some go down from the mountain. And and that's when you see the fury. Okay. You can fuck air.
0: Well, we'll see when we get to next week's lesson. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this week's Lesson of Reset Forever Ministries podcast. Do me a favor. You can share this podcast. Uh, You can go in to anchorfm.com, and you may um, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google. uh, Just pretty much all the the, uh, podcast platforms, or most of them. And go in, subscribe, and... uh, Uh, definitely you know like so hit that bell and uh, you'll get the notifications or you can go to um, resetforeverministries.com and all of our other podcasts that have been recorded so far are there and you can listen to them as you drive or you know in your leisure um, there's even a if you wish there's even a contribution or support button there and you can make a contribution a monthly contribution I think there's one for like 99 cent a month there's another one for 4.99 a month then there's one for 9.99 a month anything you give will be a blessing but at this time we just thank God for you so Elder you want to pray us out before we uh, go ahead and dismiss the session God bless you
1: Heavenly Father Thank you, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we ask that this word, this manna from heaven yes. be a blessing to the body of Christ. Yes, Lord. In these days of challenge, pandemic,
0: hmm.
1: we want your word to build us up. Yes. Prepare us for the journey that we have ahead. Make us mighty stronger in you Mm -hmm. by blaming to your rich word Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name amen. Amen. amen all right
0: all my united states listeners
1: vote